Hey guys, Nabil Khan here and today's topic is so interesting, absolutely necessary and such an untechnical subject and I had so much fun researching this deeper than the usual tips and methods that are out there. Now some of you may know that I have two young boys and if you've been following this channel for a while now, guys you'll know that I make these videos here on the channel from my experience of being a high performance financial planning professional and coach. And I make them to get something to you today that you can apply today or at least start working towards in your life to building your version of success around money. Sometimes it's a step by step, sometimes it's a defined set of rules that you should follow over time. But today's topic, my dear friends, is something that has no rules or defined professional guidelines. And as a parent, I'll tell you, there is no one book to parenting, let alone one that will guarantee your child's success around money unless you approach this topic with a game plan. So in this video, we're going to be covering why that is, how children learn, and some tips, games, and methods that you can apply in your life today to teach your kids to become better with money, to be good with money. How to teach your kids about money, up next. Hey guys, welcome back to Money Talks and if you're here for the first time, thank you for being here. We just hit 4,000 subscribers. <laughs> thank you all guys. Check out some of the tribute videos that we've done to all our subscribers and viewers. Smash that subscribe button and send us some love by liking this video. So, how do you teach your kids about money? I'll tell you that I approach this question like I approach every topic by asking more questions. So the questions I asked were, how do you teach kids about anything? How do they learn? How does that change over time? I mean, it's hard enough to teach them the value of things that they keep breaking. I mean, I have a three-year-old. But then again, some children learn by taking things apart, right? But does that mean that they learn the value of the thing that they broke when they're older? When is that? I mean, at what age? Surely it's not automatic. And so, ladies and gentlemen, teaching kids about anything is actually, it's not an exact science. So at what age can you actually teach kids the value of real money and actual value? And to cut a long story short, the actual answer lies in the very first question. How do kids learn? The answer is, they learn from us. So it's not so much about what they learn from breaking something and not realizing the value of it. It's about them learning what they learn and them learning how we responded to them breaking something. So if we're patient with them, they'll learn to be patient with others. If we're generous by nature, they'll learn to do the same. If we are good with money and we expose them to it, then they'll learn that too. You see, being good with money isn't just about money itself. It's about behaviors and beliefs which comes from our core values. And we know that good habits with money comes from characteristics like being patient. Fairness, the quality of fairness. If you're a fair person, trustworthy and have good judgment, ultimately you're going to make good decisions around anything that you are focusing on in life, including money. Delayed gratification, accountability, resourcefulness, adaptability, problem solving, the ability to solve a problem, to think for yourself. Perspective, the ability to see the big picture and then identify the small parts of that picture that you need to be focusing on, to be working on around money, that's a huge skill. Planning skills, the ability to realize that effort spent in one place is taking away effort that can be spent somewhere else. With money, this is spending money on something is always a trade-off of something else that you can buy. It's all about understanding trade-offs. The ability to reflect in retrospect, to slow down, to 
take account of what's happened and to process what to do next. You know, we can all learn things, good and bad, and the ability to slow down and look at the bad things and focus on them and then try to unlearn them. All this comes from retrospect. Collaboration. Guys, we're living in a fast world, fast to market change, and apart from the individual skills like adaptability and agility and so on, is an increasing demand for collaboration. Teamwork to achieve a goal. Many hands make light work, so to speak. My point is, guys, that these are the outcomes that we need to aim to teach our kids in the lessons that we design to teach them how to be who they are in their world, in their journeys. You know, I read somewhere that our kids will learn everything that is their fate around money by the time they turn seven years old. And you might have heard that too, but do you know why? Look, I'll admit it's a daunting thought, right? <laughs> At that age, it's all said and done, but it's not, it's not so, it's not definite, but it is at around seven years old that they're in grade one or two in school, and what children do is they're developing their social connections and satisfying a need to develop their secondary connections above and beyond their primary connections with their parents. They're forming trust like the layers of an onion and building those circles of trust around them. They can respond for themselves. They have the ability to comprehend concepts at that time. At that age, they're at the level that they've mastered primary childhood tasks and they've secured their base values and they're ready to explore and grow to their next level. Interesting, eh? So taking that into consideration, guys, how should you design lessons with money while raising your kids from the age of zero to about seven years old? In the years of that primary development stage when their sole derivative of primary skills comes from their parents. Well, at that age, it's about values and validation. So the more attention you give to them, the more you engage with them, the more their brains will map out all of their possibilities, so to speak. So spend time with them communicating and creating experiences that will show them how to deal with the principles of transactions. So for example, on the next birthday, you can create an entire shopping experience, give them a little wallet with some money in it, take them out to the stores, let them see exactly what it is they're facing in the world. And when they pick something, let them know that it's half the price of what they can spend. Give them the options, guide them through the purchase. If there's money left over, maybe introduce the concept of saving and guys be prepared at this age for tantrums. It's not an exact science, but how you respond is also what they'll learn. Another example is to teach them to like money, to help them understand that money is not a bad thing and it's not to be ignored. Money is just a tool, right? And this is where savings jars and visual aids, when you draw up a timeline with all the things that they want that you started maybe earlier in terms of rewarding them, introduce the concept of money to those things and attach it to what they want. This will teach them goal setting, it will teach them understanding and planning. At some level, they're absorbing this information and it's okay if they make bad decisions. It's okay if they squander the opportunity as we imagine they should be making decisions, they're just kids. It's our duty to be their guide and what they are learning through that process is retrospect. Another example is showing them the money that they get on birthdays, on Eid, on all of these occasions at random times, showing them what they can do with it, explaining to them the options that can make a difference in their lives, that can bring their goals a lot closer than they 
previously imagined. And so all of these examples can continue as a way of life, as a usual game through the ages of seven to 10 years old. And hopefully through all of that, this becomes a normal game, a normal practice of accountability in their lives. And as they get older, you can introduce allowances or even commissions to teach the value of a more complex task versus a simple task. The more effort, the higher the reward, and again, the opportunity for them to make bad decisions. Allow them to negotiate with you. Also, as they get older, this is something I can't wait to do. Teach them how to research. So if they've got a big purchase coming up, sit down with them and teach them how to go through it and look at different prices of different brands. And through all this, you are going to get older than 10 years old. And remember, it's not an exact guideline. The sooner you see kids responding to this and developing their thought process around money, then start growing those methods and adapting your approach. But from 10 onwards, start talking about actual money terms. Include them in money decisions. Ask their opinion on important decisions. Let them teach you. You know, every year pull up their investment account if you have an investment for them or for their education. Pull it up and look at the numbers and each year go through it with them and explain to them why the market's up, why it's down, why things are the way they are. Explain to them how you opened up that investment account, open them up a bank account, teach them how to do it themselves. Explain to them the concept of compound interest, include them in your annual reviews of your financial plan. This can teach them so much and also get them used to the idea of confidentiality. You see, guys, all that's happening here over the years is we are involving our children in the important decisions that we make in life and empowering them to learn while they have the safety net of our homes before real life. You know, I'll tell you guys a story. Last year, I gave a talk at Danefern High School to 350 students from grade 8 to grade 12 around money. And while preparing for the talk, I found that there's actually no information online on how to talk to teenagers about money. And so leading up to that talk, going to the talk, I completely made something up and it had an amazing response with every single one of those students. I went with a theme for the talk. I derived a parallel from a game that I used to play, Call of Duty. And I explained to them that life at home before real life is just like the video game. When you start that video game, you start it off with all the bells and whistles, all the best weapons, all the best teams if you guys played FIFA and relate that way. But then you start a career in the game and you actually start from the very bottom. But the difference is because in the game you experience the best of what the game has to offer in the very beginning of the game, they already had the expectation of what's to come. They already had the expectation of where they wanted to be in this game. And so naturally they knew what to do. And it's the exact same concept in real life, except one thing. You see, when your parents have your back, that's the bells and whistles in the game, right? But if they don't spend time learning about real life in this beginning phase of the game, if parents, teachers, communities don't spend time teaching kids how to think about money and life after this beginning stage where they have the comfort of their homes and the fallback to make many mistakes. If they don't create that expectation of the journey ahead in life, our children will face the real world of debt, consumerism, materialism, behavioral marketing, and we'll see another generation of bad financial decisions. And on that note, I'd love to hear your suggestions, feedback on this topic, and Send me an email if there's anything that you're doing with your kids that is helping them learn the concept about money. 
I'll also leave a link to something that I found online while researching the topic to this video. It's a little chart that explains different ways that you can teach your kids around money at what different age. It's quite cool. And remember, ultimately, teaching our kids to be better with money may have an effect to make us better in our money management and maybe serve as a reminder on our life choices too. So I hope you enjoyed this video again, guys. Thanks for watching. Stay safe. Hit that subscribe button, like this video, share this video, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.